This Day in History class is a production of iHeartRadio. Hello, and welcome to This Day in History class, a show for those interested in the big and small moments of history. I'm Gabe Luzier, and in this episode, we're remembering the day when a former Beatle first told us that he was simply having a wonderful Christmas time. The day was November 16, 1979. Paul McCartney released his quirky seasonal classic, Wonderful Christmas Time. Its prog rock sound made it an instant standout in the pantheon of Christmas songs, loaded as it was with synthesizers, sleigh bells, and all sorts of special effects. The mood is right, the spirit's up, we're here tonight, and that's enough, simply McCartney wrote the song One Boiling Hot Day in July, as he put it, and it took him just 10 minutes to get the job done. The lyrics are a little basic, so that's not exactly hard to believe, but 10 minutes is still impressive, especially when you consider how popular the song became. Wonderful Christmas Time was released as a standalone single in the United Kingdom, and the Brits loved it from the start. The song peaked at number 6 on the UK singles chart, but it was less of a hit in the US, where it made it to number 94 on the Record World Singles chart, but never even cracked the Billboard Hot 100. Still, the song's a certified earworm, so plenty of standoffish listeners warmed up to it eventually. To this day, it gets plenty of play each year at shopping malls and Christmas parties, and of course on the radio. It's even popped back onto certain charts from time to time, including a few of the billboards. As you might imagine, all that airplay has translated to a wonderful Christmas time for Paul McCartney's bank account. According to Forbes, when you factor in cover versions, the song earns the singer anywhere from $400,000 to $600,000 each year. That adds up to roughly $17 million since its release in 1979. Truly a gift that keeps on giving. In most cases, those profits would be shared between the other musicians featured on the track, but that's not the case with Wonderful Christmas Time, because Paul McCartney made the whole thing himself. Not only did he write and produce the song, he also played every single instrument and sang every line. And yes, that includes when the choir of children start to sing the song they've practiced all year long. True, that song amounts to nothing but ding-dong, ding-dong, but it's still just McCartney singing it. He recorded the song on his own during the sessions for his McCartney 2 solo project, though he wound up releasing it as a non-album single. The members of his then-current band, Wings, had no part in the song's creation, but they did appear in the music video promoting it, which was shot at the Fountain Inn in West Sussex. 
Wings also played the song during their 1979 tour of the UK, which ended up being the band's last one. Today, many people love the song, while others despise it and try to exit the room as soon as it starts playing. Some music critics have called it the worst composition of McCartney's career, but I don't even think it's his worst Christmas song. That dishonor has to go to the B-side of Wonderful Christmas Time, a little tune called Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reggae, which makes no sense, has no lyrics, and definitely isn't reggae. It sounds more Irish or Scottish. As CBC Radio put it, that song, quote, makes Wonderful Christmas Time sound like Let It Be in comparison. And speaking of other Christmas songs, Paul McCartney recorded one with the Beatles called Christmas Time Is Here Again, which was sent to the band's fan club members in 1967. Paul was the third former Beatle to return to the Christmas well in the 1970s. John Lennon got there first in 1971 when he and Yoko Ono released Happy Xmas, War is Over. Three years later, George Harrison threw his hat in the holiday ring with Ding Dong Ding Dong a New Year's Eve sing-along that McCartney obviously cribbed without shame for his own Christmas song. As for Ringo Starr, he bided his time until 1999, when he released an entire album of Christmas songs called I Wanna Be Santa Claus. Ringo's album included his take on a number of popular Christmas songs, and while Wonderful Christmas Time isn't one of them, plenty of other artists have covered it over the years. The roster of notable covers includes versions by Diana Ross, The Bare Naked Ladies, Kelly Rowland, Demi Lovato, Hanson, and a 2016 duet between Kylie Minogue and Mika. Paul McCartney is said to be a little tired of the song himself, but he still performed it at live shows in recent years, at least the ones in the winter. He also performed it on SNL back in 2012, and again with Jimmy Fallon and The Roots in 2016. That's a lot of staying power for a song that's been quite divisive with the public in the years since its release. But whether you love it or hate it, There's no denying the song has become a new Christmas standard. It's bouncy and upbeat enough that most people can't help but hum along. As the song goes, the party's on, the feeling's here, that only comes this time of year. Of course, whether that feeling is good or bad depends entirely on who's listening. I'm Gabe Lusier, and hopefully you now know a little more about history today than you did yesterday. If you enjoyed the show, consider following us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at TDIHCshow. And if you want to go into lengthy detail about why I'm wrong and how Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reggae is actually the best Christmas song ever, well, you can send your argument to Chandler Mays at iHeartMedia.com. 
Speaking of which, thanks to Chandler Mays for producing the show, and thank you for listening. I'll see you back here again tomorrow for another day in history class. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows.